Hi, John. What's up, John? Haven't seen you in a while. Oh, I know. It's been a couple weeks, hasn't it? Has been a few weeks. Uh, this song, John. Yeah? It needs something. No, don't tell me. <laughs> no. I won't say it. It's okay. Fine. Please resist the urge. <laughs> I know. What Bruce Dickinson wants... He'll get. He will get. Uh, <laughs> so today's a pretty special episode, as you know. Yeah. We're playing this song about the pepper, not about death. Mm. Although yeah. that pepper could cause you death, possibly if you ingested too many of them. Would it be? Uh, well, I guess. It would hurt. I, I, you, your, your system would go into some sort of shock, I'm sure. Your poop would hurt a lot afterwards. Let's just say you would feel the burn, right? Yeah. Yeah. It would burn locally, so to speak. <laughs> um, well, today we have a pretty cool local uh, spice hero, if you will. For sure. Um, we have Chris uh, of Charman Hot Sauce. Chris Sutton, owner, operator, entrepreneur, fisherman. We're going to give him a call right now. I think he should be ready for us. I'm sure he is. Probably uh, wondering if we're going to call him back. Yeah, we said 10 minutes about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Apologies in advance. But Chris is a local legend here. Hello. Good afternoon, evening, Chris. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Pretty awesome. We were... Uh, just letting people know a little bit about the uh, you and the company that your uh, local uh, entrepreneur, spice hero, fisherman, <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> so yeah, um, but maybe in your own words, kind of introduce yourself as well. For sure. Um. Yeah, my name's Chris Sutton. Um, grew up in Ojai, a son of a commercial fisherman and later uh, restaurateurs. And pretty much just spent my whole life around Ventura and Santa Barbara County and uh, just got a passion for like food and spicy stuff and a bunch of other, you know, hobbies, fishing, snowboarding, mountain biking, hockey. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't even know you were a Santa Barbara guy, too, Chris. I knew you were a uh, local area guy down here, but I lived up there for like three years, like right around the millennium. But but um, just back to Ventura, yeah. So it was a short stint up there, but oh man, I love Santa that. Barbara too. I mean, oh man, it's you know. it's great, and the food scene up there, you know, had a big. You know, I wasn't up there long, but had a big uh, impact on me. Like I worked at a couple. Um, restaurants up there and then spent all the money i made in the restaurants eating at other restaurants so <laughs> dude that was work. one of the best things about working in santa barbara was like you would think like oxnard ventura would have just as good of a mexican food places like the smaller underground places but santa barbara's places i hate to say it are better yeah no they got yeah they got a really good, you know, Mexican food scene, you know, and then, uh, and then like their upper, upper scale stuff is, is, uh, 
we don't really have too much of that in in uh, Ventura, but there there are some pretty good pretty good ones, especially before the uh, economy crash in '08. There was some pretty heavy hitter uh, nationally or like worldwide um, chefs that that uh, had restaurants there were working at restaurants at the time, so it was quite the scene. I actually moved up there to go to culinary school, and that just didn't didn't pan out. I just ended up getting a job at like a really good restaurant up there and then just kind of like kind of just learned on the job and and uh, decided I wasn't really you know didn't really want to invest too much time in the education part of it because I wasn't really planning on you know working in a kitchen my whole life so even though that's right. kind of how it's ending up well yeah <laughs> I mean, in my, you're little, in your own kitchen now in my own little world yeah, yeah. so I mean I don't know if a lot of people out there are familiar with the brand uh, Charman, and I think a lot of people have seen interviews of uh, different celebrities with the interviewee wearing your burn local hat. I've I've seen uh-huh. them like on Instagram or Facebook, you know what I mean. So, but I don't know if everyone knows that's your product and associates that. But that burn local is Charman, correct? Yeah, it's it was. So I started, um, like bottling the sauce, uh, 17 years ago, like back in 06. Um, it was called char, it was called Charman's Revenge. It was like, so the Charman is like a local urban legend up in Ojai. So I kind of named the sauce like after the, um, the legend who was like badly burned in a fire. And since I roasted the, the habaneros that went into this sauce, um, my wife kind of was, um, she was kind of the one that was that mentioned it to name it after the Charman. So we, we called it Charman's Revenge and my buddy did a label for it. And we kind of had, it was kind of just like a back burner project only had like a couple accounts, like this um, department store. And and then Eric's tackle always carried it. And then um, shout out to Eric. Yeah, for sure. And then, and then about seven, seven or eight years ago, I decided to like go full time with it. And at that time, we did like a big rebrand and um, I just kind of came up with that burn local uh, just tagline, you know, it just kind of like, it just seemed like a good like line, you know? So I kind of like pushed that, that thing along with the other, you know, Charman branding or whatever. But yeah, like that, the burn local hats have become more popular than, than the regular Charman stuff. And then um, like a local Don Bernthal, who's, like a real big up and coming actor. He, he lives in Ojai. He moved to Ojai probably 10 years ago. Um, he lives right in like Rancho Matilla, like on the way out to Lake Casitas. And uh, he's just a good local guy. Like he's all, you can, you'll find him in the river bottom with his kids hiking around. He'll be like playing pickup basketball game. He's like definitely just like a member of the community. Like he's not like, doesn't isolate. He's like, if he's in town, not filming, he's at the farmer's market. And, Oh, so one cool. of my friends like gave him his first hat and he just like loved the hat and started wearing it. And, um, <laughs> he would get a lot of comments from people like, Oh, that's cool. Like that a lot of people associate it with weed and stuff. So they're like, Oh, do you burn a blah, blah. It was just like a kind of a conversation, like a dual meaning type right. thing, conversation starter. Mm-hmm. And he loved it. So I just started, um, blowing him hats and he's just been like wearing a bunch of them so people that's how they've kind of found me on the internet like they they google like burn local hat or whatever and then they go down 
you know, the rabbit hole and they end up, you know, finding out it's me, but I'd say 90% or more have no idea it's sauce related or whatever, which is right. I mean, and uh, burn local applies in every place in America and probably the world. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, it's fun. You know, it's just kind of a random thing that he ended up with it. And, um, you know, so it's, it's cool that he reps it and, uh, so we're yeah, going to awesome. do some things with him down the road here, too. So That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. We saw also, you know, doing a little bit of research that you're, you're, correct me if I'm wrong on this one, too, is that your first sauce you made was in a sushi restaurant you were working at, which it kind of didn't surprise me, like, the chain from parents, you know, you working at the fish market or being around it and then working in a sushi market to being the fisherman that you are is where i was going with this one because i fished with you last year and as you know i think you got three sea bass on that day and i got zero (laughs) and then i'm pretty sure the next time maybe we fished i hooked up on a good one and then just got broke off yeah well yeah. yeah i think you were on light line i was on really uh, light line and think, sean was, was very a... disappointed in me that's the part i remember the most well, i remember it being tough fishing so when, it it's, was. when it's scratchy you gotta go down you oh, know? know so that's the problem but yeah that sounds like stereo or uh that sounds like sea bass fishing you know it's like oh for you could sure be standing right next to one guy that you know gets gets three you know and then yeah It was weird, man. I fished that 12-pound, and I got broke off, and, like, Cheyenne was kind of mocking me, fucking with me at work the next day. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, I he's like, you know, you got to switch to 17, but they don't, like, they don't sell it anywhere. So I wound up ordering, like, a spool (laughs) of that shit on Amazon, and I spooled up my spinning reels and stuff with it. And then the next time I went on the Mirage, I got, like, I got one that day, you know, I went one for one. And then the next day when I was semi working, I got three. So, and those were my only sea bass trips after that. So I got four, I lost one and I got four. So that's overall for sea bass fishing for me. That's not that bad anyway. No, that's no, I'll take that any day. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. But it was, those were rough. So so yeah, the sushi restaurant, it was, it's my parents play, it's sea fresh. Right. Yeah. And so the, what kind of there's a few different things that led me down the hot sauce path but there was there was a sushi bar in pierpont back in the day called Eurosho, and then they also owned um tacos and beer which is now kind of like spencer mckenzie's kind of like the second iteration like after tacos and beer closed like spencer's came out a few years later but they had like this really hot like habanero sauce and so that was kind of like what started like got me really into it kind of was that sauce and then it um spencer's came out with their version and then like in, another buddy of mine tom davis he had he called his like td13 he worked at Eurocho, and he also worked for my parents and so there's like it's kind of like a roasted habanero like um cooking sake rice vinegar kind of like kind of sweet kind of um and so that 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 uh tacos and beer sauce kind of like spawned like three different sauces and it's kind of just like a classic like ventura uh, wait is that tacos and beer sauce exist as one of your sauces it's the original yeah so it's the og yeah so i kind of cloned the og after that tacos and beer sauce yeah okay okay that's yeah yeah we like all of them like it's 
I do like the Dos Locals, the new one. Yeah, the, that one's the new fucking one. great. Me and John had tacos <laughs> that first day that we got it. Oh man, and we, we had... were like, oh, whoa, this one might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you know, I go back and forth, but and then I gave some bottles to Strandwich and different people at work and stuff, but everyone liked it a Nine. lot. The ones oh, at work you. disappeared though. Everyone fucking oh, my gosh. gone. 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 That's what I've been eating on lately too. Usually when I come out with a new sauce, that's all I eat for the next few months. But right. that one, a lot of people are digging that one so yeah, far. That so one's the really good. Has been good. Yeah. yeah well, thank I you. I like the fireberry too. A lot of the people at my uh, at my work, it's a little on the hot side for them. But yeah. I'm like, you just gotta take smaller amounts of it at a time. Yeah, we we might come out with like a mild version of that because because it's too good of a sauce that i think oh no i like it at the heat it's at you know what i mean like you need to keep that one for sure but i can see a lot a little less flaming one we won't change we won't change that one but we'll eventually maybe add you know a a mild one so that more people can enjoy it and how many um how many sauces do you guys have now um so list them off for me (laughs) see if you can remember Um, them all so in in order of them, you know, being like um, being born or whatever, like the originals, original verde, Caribbean, and then picante, sriracha, fireberry, and dos locals. So yeah, like nice. it was, it was like when we rebranded, we added the we. Um, so it was like the original and the verde for a number of years, and then when we rebranded, we added the Caribbean, which is like a mango, pineapple, habanero. And then um, yeah, that one's really good. Like too. five years passed, and then we added like the sriracha and like the picante, which is like our kind of like taco style sauce. We added like a couple more medium heats in there because the Caribbean and the original were pretty hot for a lot of people. So we kind of got a good mix. We're we're at seven now, but um, only have six in stock because the I lost my strawberry preserve supplier. Um, he retired, so. I gotta. I'm waiting for like the big summer strawberry crop to come in, so I can just make a make it all from scratch with like local Oxnard strawberries. So it'll be back. It, that one's just kind of on the back burner right now. Gotcha. But uh, so is there yeah. is there like a one or more that are beyond the fireberry level that you haven't released? No. Um. So sometimes I'll do like just like some one-off like seasonal like stuff that um i'll just make a like a very small batch like i used to grow my own chilies and it was just like you know backyard style batches so right. those uh, ones okay. I, i've made hotter than the fireberry um they're there i might just come out with something you know atomic but yeah there's definitely room to go above that you know but right. i mean some people will crush bottles of that but for the most part a lot of that stuff, when it gets beyond fireberry hot, it becomes just kind of novelty, and people they'll buy it and like burn a few of their friends, and then it just kind of sits and doesn't. Uh, I've got plenty of those sauces in my pantry too. No, like, you're right. I bought I mean, some of those I mean, before. Are, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, eat them. people are. Yeah, people are all over the spectrum heat wise, you know. Like, but even for me, I mean, I'm pretty broken on heat, but they're still just like. A, you know a comfort zone of certain you know there it gets too gnarly and you're kind of not really tasting your food and stuff at that point you know what, what i've always liked about your sauces is i feel like i always get the full flavor of every sauce and i get the burn mostly at the end it's not it's not mm-hmm. too much of an 
it's not as attacky as some of these other sure. hot sauces. That's where why I can eat the fiber even. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, yeah. And that's what I like too. Um, you know, about tasting some of these, you know, peppers is that you do get a lot of their flavor before they, they bite you. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely, uh, something that you can find throughout your fleet of sauces. Uh, that's why well, I, I, like. I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that when, you know, sometimes I'll cook on the Mirage or the Aloha and, um, we always carry on both boats, <laughs> your guys product so a lot of people at least fishermen i know of have gotten uh you know accustomed to it on the boat yeah no it's that's been that's been an awesome you know way to get it out there you know like from you know having it eric's all these years you know a lot of your customers overlap with eric's customer you know obviously and then and then the same people yeah and then if i go out fishing you know i'll bring you know, a bunch of sauce and leave it on the, in the galley where no matter what boat I go on, like if I'm going down South or whatever, you know, there'll be, there'll be some bottles of Charman rolling around for a few weeks after I get off the boat, you know, that are still on the galley. Everyone appreciates that for sure. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's a good way for people to try it. You know, you're not like forcing it on. Like, it's just like, you got a captive audience, you know, like people love to eat, you know, galley food when they're on the boat and then they, they're always, they, most of them are grabbing for a bottle of hot sauce of some sort. So it's kind of cool to, you know, like have another option out there besides the standards, you know, but yeah, no, it's, so it's been you, a fun. Did you go uh, down South and get in on that bluefin fishing this year? Yeah, no, I had, um, I didn't get them every trip. Um, but usually like I'm blessed to where my schedule is pretty, um, it's pretty flexible. Like if I'm not cooking sauce, then, then, so I kind of really don't like plan or reserve trips ahead of time. I'll wait till the, the counts are up and the weather's nice, you know, and, nice. and go when it's strike when it's hot. It, it definitely ups your chances that way. Oh yeah. We don't, um, we don't get that but, freedom in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had a couple decent trips and like the, the last trip I went on was just like a, a day and a half out of Pedro, like the day before Thanksgiving, and we we limited. It was like two fish caught the first eighteen hours of the trip, and then and then fifty seven bluefin caught the the last hour and a half. Like we we lo- we we limited out on a one stop. That's it was uh, a one stop like three hour where there was like three four hanging at any given time for about yeah like three hours, and we fin- finished out. So it was pretty nice. So, yeah, those are the kind of trips that keep you coming back for sure. Yeah. And those are the ones that you think about in the dry years where you're just like, eventually we're going to get one of those again. Well, hopefully not. I mean, these things keep working their way up north, and, like, this year was the best showing for them locally. So, hopefully, I'll see you guys running bluefin trips out of Cisco's for the next few years. I'm I'm manifesting it. I'm thinking thinking they're going to like what they see up here. So It's been such a change over you know, over time, uh, as far as tuna fishing, especially not, you know, we're going off subject, but, you know, in my life, I'm a little older than like John here, quite a bit older, but, uh, you know, we, we used to fish albacore and bluefin together and the bluefin were usually no more than like an 80 pounder was a really big one. Yeah. You know, and now 
the waters where we used to fish sea bass and calico bass, you can catch bluefin that are <laughs> just gigantic, you know. Even yeah, this, this year, we're just off of Santa Cruz, just watching them boil out there was just yeah. nuts. It's great. I was it's I've never seen it. Fish, yeah. And then and then the Dorado, you know, this year was insane. Well, yeah, John Double over here, fish. he went out and he did really well on it. Um, I, I I'm. I, I work well I'm off weekends so it's pretty much impossible for me to fish out of my own work on weekends because uh-huh. everything's yeah. full and it's like I don't I'm not trying to impose in that way yeah. like but John he's Usually, got it scheduled perfect well like having that Monday <laughs> Tuesday I mean I I'm very grateful for that but yeah. it's also like a lot of the time too with these game fish and up up this far we usually see those like you know one or two day flurries, and they don't always line up on your day off, right, John? But oh, no, yeah, for sure. I remember just the year before. You know, we also had that three day coastal rush of bluefin, and but it was mm-hmm. gone you now after those three mm-hmm. days. Yeah, it was a um, lot longer this year. On a lot game longer fish, this year. Sure. Um, and to to be on that trip, and just to be able to say we ran out of bait, <laughs> like. You know, yeah. we left them biting, and just to literally look up and see home, like see the arch and everything, and just all these exotic fish to us. For um, sure, I swear we, I saw a couple uh, tuna jump that were the size of a Volkswagen. Yeah, oh, that too. No, I was just like, it's a sight to behold. Yeah, uh, pretty grateful for the the local area that we live in. Mm-hmm. kind of going back to that like you know you growing up being a ventura county local um how was how was your uh music scene like what uh, i know like oxnard had like nardcore and stuff i know you're into punk a little bit i don't know what yeah um the so mainly um uh, yeah like i mean i grew up you know like listening to the stuff my dad you know as a kid you know like i was all about you know like the hood of um you know like a lot of classic rock um but and then like you know 70s 80s rock and then when i was you know later in my teens you know like got turned on to the punk scene so just like kind of just went to like a ton of shows like up in galita you know all those like eddie numbskull uh shows he'd put on at the living room and then um at the at the Ventura Theater and and uh, even in Ojai, like the the Women's Center or whatever, there's like a punch of like a punk and hardcore scene. But yeah, I would go to like backyard shows in Isla Vista and stuff. So like, I'm a big nice. you know like Lagwagon fan. Um, I'm I like uh, Good Riddance a lot out of Santa Cruz. Like I don't know, just the Vandals. Like I'm I. And then I'm in high school and you know you know late 90s like huge into the grunge scene and stuff like you know nirvana and pearl jam and you know that sort of thing so i kind of got a pretty wide array of music you know that i'm into and then like my buddy that my best friend from high school like he did my first uh charman labels or whatever but he's he's kind of into like way different music and he lives down in la and so like we have this thing where we'll just like pick up tickets and um 
we drag each other to shows that are kind of like he's not really into the punk scene as much. So like, I'll get tickets to shows that I like, and then he does the same. So we're kind of exposing each other to like other music and stuff that you know. So That's I mean, pretty I'm fantastic. pretty fantastic. I like it's that. pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, I just my daughter just turned. Um, she'll be 13 in March, and I just started dragging her to shows, and she's like, she's super into it. Like, yeah, I saw um, her come out fishing with you. I think yeah so yeah ago. she went on her first fishing trip um the speed twin yeah uh yeah she's she's getting it's kind of fun like she's she's big into surfing she surfs every day you know weather permitting or whatever but um wait but what yeah, concerts kind of, have you taken her to um so i took her to she's already been to a couple pearl jam concerts she went to oh, um, yeah. lag wagon um nice. <laughs> what other shows have she been to Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, I my was... first concert, my mom took me to Michael Jackson was my first concert. So, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place, like, on uh, music. But, John, first yeah, concert? I got, I... Whoa. You know, What's you that? remember yours? Oh, I, I'm trying to remember. Michael Jackson's a heavy hitter that's for your big, first concert. That's a heavy, that's a big one. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Mine was Chuck Berry, as far as I can remember. That's sick. Yeah, that was a fucking great show, too. I can still remember him doing that, like, duck yeah. walk across the stage with his guitar. That's awesome. Yeah, that was... Uh... Yeah, one of my most memorable concerts. I got to see Sublime before Bradley oh, uh, passed pour, away. Pour one out for Bradley. Yeah. That's it awesome. It was a, the House of Blues. It was, like, a marijuana fundraiser thing for normal... The um, Oh, yeah. Before, we, before weed was legal. <laughs> Yeah, it was like it was there, and um, slightly stupid was like the opening act. They were like still in high school. It was like '96 or something like that. It was pretty Dude, we rad. should drag you to a fucking concert. We John and I go to a we go to a good amount of concerts. Like uh, yeah, we have been. a yeah, lot I of our con- Yeah. Oh, did we lose you there? No, I'm here. Oh, okay, oh, okay I'm just checking the time. I got. Oh. I'm picking up my daughter at the um at the math tutor, but I'm just going to walk with my phone. I'm in the car now. But, oh, no worries. Yeah, oh, for but, sure, man. Yeah. For sure. yeah we've been kind of go running the gamut a little bit. Like, it's been a lot of punk yeah. or, you know, uh, tender punk, punk, or Tegan and Sarah. I don't know. You know, they're not, I don't know if I'd call they're them pop. punk. They're pop, really. But. I, I would call them uh, just, I don't know, folk. <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot of Folk, things. pop, punk, I don't know. We also went and saw Guar and Necrogoblicon. That was fucking for some awesome. Metal. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. We saw the chats. I, got that the, was I went awesome. to the Guar show last year at the theater. Oh, nice. And that was the first time I'd seen him. Uh, you know, I'd always wanted to see him, and then I was I was blown away, dude. That's that's performance art, right? There. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we got, it was so a awesome. weird situation that night. We kind of, we watched Guar, but we kind of got um, sucked into Goblin Land, quite yeah, a bit uh-huh. and wound up you know hanging out with john goblicon and then the artist you nice. did their posters and stuff mm-hmm. it's pretty funny there's a good picture of john and john and john goblicon yeah but uh that, that's funny they're they're into hot sauce they they rep this um these friends of mine out of houston called uh bravado spice company Bro, are you they serious did like a, <laughs> they did like a commercial for them it's yeah no they if you talk to them or whatever, ask it. Just be like, "Oh, my buddy says that uh, you're down with the Bravado Boys out of Houston." Yeah, oh, that's funny. I know they rep Chili's, kinda... the restaurant. <laughs> that's how I found. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that too. That's funny. 
you never know. Yeah, they're Santa Barbara people too. Yeah, they're locals. But oh, are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, oh. they were a UCSB band. Uh, Trip out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I wonder I, how those guys from Houston. Yeah, small world. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I mean, being out there. I, I mean, you're a goblin on the road. There's probably people that just, you know, stop and you were like, a, "What the hell?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm seeing a few bands start to come out with. I'm seeing, starting to see hot sauce on the merch tables and stuff. That's funny. Yeah, the merch tables like are getting like, more uh, elaborate, and some some yeah. of them are sticking to the old shit, like just t-shirts or maybe like yeah. vinyls now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like you know, but some sometimes of them you'll see like, like all their merch, <laughs> like Tom Berlin. You know, she was selling stickers lighters rolling papers freaking shirts jackets <laughs> whatever, decks, yeah whatever they could, the, you yeah. know they, whatever they could get put their merch on well that's they say that's how those bands make you're able to like make some money because they keep you know they get to keep that merch yeah i even saw something by her afterwards saying like there's a whole like thing with bands not to support venues that take a cut of the band's merch, you know, like yeah, small that's bands. Kind of a, that's a new thing I've been hearing too. Yeah. It's a big controversial thing. Yeah. That the, it kind of sucks to take it jack- like, from a small I band. Know. I get that. Well, like there's already, they're already poor. They ain't <laughs> making money. Already, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not the record label, it's the damn van. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone wants yeah. a fucking cut. Everyone right? wants a cut. Yeah, that's for sure. So, well, Chris, it's been super nice talking to you. Thank you for doing the interview with us. Uh, we'll let you go and deal with regular life now. And, uh, <laughs> no worries. We'll I'm take... peeking through the window. She's she's still being tutored. So. Oh, okay. But no, you definitely let me know. I'll, I'll I'd love to catch a show with you guys, and obviously, you know, share a rail with you on the on the boats. Yeah, we'll definitely. do that. I hope sure for next season, season for sure. And uh, John, the reason I was asking you earlier if there was a super hot hot sauce like hotter than the fireberry is like uh-huh. so i can do a challenge against john where mm. we like get tacos lined up or something where we have to just take a you know do like a rip off of the hot ones type of thing just oh, me uh, against john yeah but it's good just, with, it's gonna be just with your product yeah <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> no outside yeah, product well <laughs> we could we could do that, but I could curate a little lineup of. I mean, I've got a, an extensive collection. Oh, you know, I'm sure you do. All I my don't friends want to die stuff, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Some of those are just. No, we'll we'll definitely we'll we'll set something up. Oh yeah, I'll, cool. I'll get in on that too. I'll ask you then too about <laughs> if you think uh, is bear mace. Do you think basically pepper spray? <laughs> You know what it's, I mean? Like, well, like, any pepper spray is is like capsate. When you look at the ingredient, it's like it's basically like con- it's um, it's concentrate. It's chili oil, right? Basically. So I, I mean, have this stuff that just like you, the name you yeah. carry in your backpack. It's like a real big can for spraying at bears if you're in the woods. Oh yeah, well we um, have a place in Montana, so I I'm familiar with those right. cans. Yeah. Well, one day, John, I'm pretty sure John asked me if it expires ever expires <laughs> yeah uh-huh. and it does it says april 1st which oddly enough april fool's day 2025 <laughs> and we so you know it, it went from there to basically john's 
gonna take a run at me from like 30 feet away <laughs> on april fool's, on april fool's day 2025 well, i'm gonna open up the can there. on him and then oh what's the bet basically it, supposedly like i'm gonna wear like five pairs of underwear and right so if he poops this. it'll hold it in a little bit but um <laughs> I think, yeah, I said we we're going to start from 30 feet away because that was the effective Yeah, distance. that's the range on the can. Um, so I'm going to start from 30 feet, and if I can touch you, you're going to stop. Right. <laughs> right, that's the whole bet. So basically, our, we're trying to find out what we're, we're wondering, like, you're a professional pepper person, so, like, do you think that it'll become inert on that day? <laughs> no. Or we just... <laughs> no. <laughs> I eat expired food all the time, and especially like like pepper, like super spicy shit, never goes bad usually. No. I'm not no, that that thing's still going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, good news it'll for us. Good. <laughs> if we still have a podcast, then that'll be great for I YouTube or ratings. Yeah, I knew it was destiny because like right after we had that conversation. I was going to Strandwich and passing by uh, the uh, Coast Guard station. They were mm -hmm. freaking doing their uh, the like mace training. They yeah, they were doing their mace right training. I was like, yep, that's going to be me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is going to be you. Usually you see it with like a regular can, though, not with the bear mace. Oh, yeah, no, that was like a little can. Yeah. I'm going to get screwed. No, you'll be fine. So, anyways, yeah, dude. Flashbacks to the, to the scene. What's the... Uh... What's the movie with the guys where they go to Vegas and stuff? <laughs> the, and, uh, uh, the Hangover. hangover. <laughs> the scene from The Hangover, the cop uh, tases wait. the dude. And, oh, wait. Or lets the kid lets the kid tase the guy. Wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot wait, about that. did you that. just say taser? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, one thing at a time. <laughs> one one at a time. Yeah, please. <laughs> wait. Let's not get ahead I have ourselves. a taser, too. We can double it up. No, I, I'm oh going to keep them on separate Wait, days. if you get to me, then I tase you. If <laughs> 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 you make it all the way, that's your reward. I think I'm going to run away at this point. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. No, you should just give him a handheld taser, and if he gets to you, yeah, then, then he, he can, can tase can me. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's, oh, that's what, what we'll that's do. The challenge. That's, that's what we'll fucking. Oh, no, okay. I'll give him one of the ones that shoots like ten feet. <laughs> oh man, I got a shot. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not blinded, you could take a shot. <laughs> oh man, if I'm not seeing like ten. Yeah, you. I mean it's get, right. Hopefully you'll miss, but I'll take the chance. That sounds like fun, John. This sounds like something really dumb. It does. <sighs> well. But. I like it. <laughs> we'll need to have an official spice uh, spice master there. Oh yeah, we'll make a Chris, sauce, we'll make a sauce in, for the for yeah. The you could come in and judge the contest, like wearing, I don't know, a fucking hazmat suit, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know what'll keep you. I safe. definitely need to be there. <laughs> oh, for sure. April Fools, twenty twenty five. We're teasing it now. Yeah. Te I got at two. Cisco's. Yeah, Cisco's parking at lot. Cisco's at Cisco's. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Wait, that's a rough surface. <laughs> we might want to do it, like, on the sidewalk right off the property. Well, at least I can just, like, jump into the harbor. Oh, that's true. Wash off. Do it on the... Never mind. I was going to say on the bait dock, but that's probably a bad idea. No, that's bad. <laughs> fired. <laughs> Maybe we should get fired, like, earlier in the day before we do this. 
just be hanging out still. Because we're going to get fired yeah. for doing this if we do it at work. Yeah. Well, it depends the who's clock. there. It's off the clock. I mean, if just like Andrew and Flipper are there or something, no one's going to say shit. This is an untelevised. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be televised later. Not live. For sure. in the, pe- the Pepe's parking lot. <laughs> hmm? Bring it to the Pepe's. Yeah. We could do it at Pepe's. It's close enough. You're be gonna be a wa- <laughs> you're gonna be a ways from the water though. Yeah. Over there. Might do want to do it like at the whale's tail, over there, like an abandoned place. Mm. Elder Sea Fresh. <laughs> we'll do it at yeah. Sea Fresh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Chris is like, yeah, go fuck yeah, we will. <laughs> I don't care. We'll do it on my on my wife's ship. She'd love it. Oh heck oh, yeah. Shit. The staff would love it. <laughs> and they'd love like looking out the window, watching it happen in the parking lot. Oh uh, no! Yeah, we. I had I had brought some of those atomic sauces to work, and they started sharing them with uh, customers and each other. And my wife, she she took them, she threw them in the trash because like people are just getting annihilated on this stuff. Oh, she's she like no away. more. It was like three or four extract sauces. I had a busser that swore up and down that he could handle anything. And I was like, no, there's stuff that you really don't want any part of. And he's like, bring it. And he wrecked himself so bad. And then then it was like two weeks of just like the staff spiking each other's food and then just giving it just giving it to customers oh without God. warning them when they asked for hot sauce and stuff. Wow. And she was just like not. A, yeah. After a couple times, she was like, just threw the stuff out. We're done. Oh, giving it to customers with no warning that one's pretty brutal oh, yeah i think a couple of the times it's just inadvertent like it was just a clueless uh <laughs> just staff member that just grabbed like the closest bottle oh. or another oh. staff member gave it to it <laughs> yeah uh does so. that is that like their version of like the movie waiting like they instead of like <laughs> showing each other their dick they freaking yeah. The Give them ring. the wrong Pretty bottle much. of sauce, there's, you know, on purpose. There's some, yeah. <laughs> there's some good, uh, that Kitchen Confidential book is pretty good by Bourdain, too. Like, there's a lot of, you know. Oh, dude, I worked at a couple restaurant restaurants stuff. when I was young. It was disturbing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Shit was different back then, but let's say what I yeah, saw was same disturbing. Thing with, same thing with the sport boats. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> Fuck man. Maybe worse. You know, and most of my life I worked at the car dealerships and mm-hmm. working at a car dealership is kind of similar to working around like boats and fishermen. Like mm-hmm. uh people who like to party and get in trouble and have fun, you know what I mean? But uh crazy motherfuckers for sure in both of those businesses. Oh yeah. It's like Especially car salesmen, car salesmen, and like deckhands, <laughs> cut from the same cloth. Kind of like you know, they couldn't do each other's jobs, but they could understand yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, you know. that common ground. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. There's a lot of comedy in in the world in general, like even in the little microcosms of wherever you work and stuff. But oh yeah, there's some funny motherfuckers at our job. Oh yeah, I just can't name them out personally yet. <laughs> I, always <have> a, <laughs> I always have a great time going out on the boats. It's always a good, 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm. I I definitely still enjoy it. Hopefully, yeah, that'll be something I'll enjoy forever. You know, my kids for it sure. comes and goes. Like they enjoyed it more when they were younger, but hopefully they'll enjoy it again in a little bit. You okay. know, now that they're adults. yeah. It, it got you know you get busy and then start, but you kind of return to the things. Like I just kind of got back into fishing, like probably three years ago or something like i kind of took like a break you know oh okay i mean i'd still go it wasn't like complete but yeah i'm definitely into it more this year for sure than i've probably have ever been to be honest like just i saw you out there because the fishing's been better yeah the -hmm. fishing like it's been getting better like you know the sometimes it gets weird around here like um Game fishing was good. It's been right? kind of windy the last couple summer. Like it's yeah, like the the yellowtail and the sea bass kind of shut off. Uh, yeah, this summer early. Like it was hot. It's good early and then it shuts off. Shut off early, but yeah, but then the bluefin like and then the dorado come in. Are gone, right? Yeah, it's just it's weird. They move around, you know. Like I remember catching those things off the flats of Ventura, you know, like by friggin' Argo Island and shit, like, you know, nobody fishes them over there anymore, and then, like you're saying with the albacore, you know, I remember going out on the Ranger 85 and Pacific, Pacific Queen, Pacific Dawn for yellow, or, I mean, uh, albacore, you know, like 10, 12 years or 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, um, the, the, our, the changes, I think our waters we changed. Yeah, we're in a good spot, though. We're always something good to catch. Like For sure. <laughs> we're, we're in a lucky, I mean, yeah, we're if in you're a, a yeah, fisherman, we get, but like saltwater fishing, you know, in general, we're in a pretty good spot for on yeah, the West Coast. for sure. You know, there's a lot Definitely. of stuff, stuff on the West Coast that's not that fishable once you get up further north, mm-hmm. you know, unless you just basically want a salmon fish. Yeah. Uh, but down here, we're really lucky, you know. So uh, happy times for us is the summertime, though. Yeah. I'm not a... I'm not a huge rockfish fisherman. I'll do it occasionally, but it's, you know, definitely not my thing I like to do. Yeah. Well, I hear honking, so we definitely better let you uh-huh. go. All, All right, right, man. Well, it's been great talking there to you. Alarm, but yeah, for sure. Anytime. Yeah, let me know. All right. And we're going to cut out. We'll go then, catch a uh, show. Play some vandals on our way out for you. Yeah, for sure. All right. You won't cool. hear it, but you'll hear it on the playback later. <laughs> All, right. All right. Sounds good. All right, Chris. Thanks, thanks so much, man. Later, John and John. Right. Yeah, take care.